Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 86 It Podcast. My name's Davin Davis. I'll be your host this evening. And my future co-host, he's the co-owner of Inner Urban, co-owner of Two Vets Clothing. Yeah, a man who pretty much has his hands in everything. Uh, please welcome your friend and mine, Mr. Josh Woods. Josh, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, this podcast today, we're going to pull the veil back a little bit. We're going to talk about things that maybe you might not hear on a lot of restaurant-related podcasts. Uh, we're going to talk about some fun stories, some good times. Uh, most likely tell stories that a lot of customers don't get to hear a lot. Correct. And maybe they should hear a lot. Yes. So, uh, But bef- before we do that, uh, Josh, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, how long have you been in the restaurant business? Uh, uh, what restaurants have you worked for? Things like that. For sure. Um, so um, I've been in the, the industry for, oh, a good... Uh, what how old am I now? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 38? 58? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I would say a good 17 years um, I've been in this industry. Um, I moved to Oklahoma City by myself with my girlfriend, a.k.a. now my wife. Um, we moved south side Oklahoma City. I got a job at Don Pablo's Mexican Restaurant. Um, started off as a server. Um, kind of worked my way up uh, during that time period. Uh, I moved on the border. I did. I mean, I did a few months there, um, and I, I just really get just kept getting drawn back to, to Don Pablo's. Don Pablo sent me to management training. Eventually, uh, bartended a long time there. I served. Um, I did a key hourly position. Then they sent me to Texas, um, which uh, I did my manager training there. Um, came back and um, just started running. You know, running shifts as a as a young 21-year-old, 22-year-old, um, Southside Oklahoma City, while I was going to OCCC at the same time, um, which is a college here in, in um, Southside Oklahoma City. Um, during that stint, I was also you know, in the Army uh, Reserves as well. Oh, wow. So uh, that, uh, that had a lot to do with it. Um, after Don Pablo's, um, they shut down most Oklahoma restaurants. Um, then Interurban came around, and they bought the location. Um, so the founders, Robert Ross and Rusty Leffler, um, kind of came in and scouted it out, and I kind of noticed them. Um, I was walking the floor, and I said, hey, gentlemen, um, you know, I've noticed you guys are kind of looking around here. Is there, uh, is there something that I can help you with? And they said, well, you know, we're, we're just kind of like this place may be for sale. We're, we're looking at it. And I said, well, I said, if I can do anything to help you, let me know. And then uh, Robert Ross gave me his, his business card and said, if anything happens, let me know. Um, so it did happen. I got a phone call when I was at my apartment that we were shutting down. Um, I had the chance to go run the Tulsa location, um, or, um, just, you know, kind of call it quits. And I got a good severance package. So, um, nice. we weren't moving to Tulsa. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, we took a severance package. I immediately, um, gave Interurban a phone call and, um, I had several interviews and, and I was hired at the, at the, uh, Oklahoma city arts festival by Robert Ross. Um, and that was in 2007, I believe. Um, so I've been on the company for a good, you know, 14, 15 years. Um, and ever since, I was, I was just, I started as assistant manager and uh, worked at the Interurban Yukon location. I worked at the Interurban Norman location, the um, Oklahoma City location, north and south side. Um, and then um, I was uh, finally the GM of Interurban Norman. Um, and then... Um, me and my partner Zach, we decided to open up our own, and we just wanted to bring it here to Chickasha. Uh, I can say you guys have been pretty successful so far. Uh, how long has it been open in Chickasha? We're almost eight years, so February one, eight 
Nice. Um, me, myself, uh, I literally started in the restaurant business when I was 12 years old. Uh, I had a cook, no call, no show for a shift for my dad. He woke me up on a Saturday morning and said, get in here. You're going to flip burgers and drop fries. Um, <clears throat> dad didn't believe in child labor laws. Um, from there, I started at Waffle House. I was a dishwasher for three years. Uh, hated every second of it. <laughs> uh, but my dad wouldn't let me quit. He eventually uh, promoted me to server and then cook and then assistant manager. And from then on, I was everywhere, man. I worked at a restaurant in Mississippi called O'Charlie's, which is very similar to Inner Urban. Uh, I've worked for Hooters, which was quite an experience for a young man. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you have the, you know, the qualities to work at Hooters. They said I had nice legs. They, got, they let me wear the pantyhose. <laughs> uh, uh, it, was, it was a good time. Uh, I've bounced around. Uh, I love the restaurant business. Um, um, in my early years, I did it, but as I've gotten older, I've grown to love it. Um, so, yeah, I got a few years under my belt, too. Um, it's, it's been a good ride. Uh, today, as we're filming this, it's Sunday. It's a Sunday night. Uh, we literally ran a shift together today. We did. Um, in the restaurant business, it's kind of known, if you work in there, that Sunday mornings are a little notorious for having uh, not crazy crowds, but an interesting crowd. Uh, what do you think about the uh, uh, Sunday morning crowd? Man, when I was uh, when I first started as a server um, at Don Pablo's, I'm just gonna be honest here. I couldn't stand working Sunday mornings. I I hated it. I hated the type of clientele that came in, and um, it just blew me away that um, you know you would get out of church, and then just go straight to immediately yelling at your server for not bringing you a lemon with your tea. Right. You know, it's just like what are you guys preaching in there that makes you so irate? that you want to yell at a 19-year-old kid for not doing something in a timely manner, you know? Uh, I agree. Um, there's been a lot of Sunday mornings. Uh, some of the, to be perfectly honest, uh, some of the rudest people I've ever met in my life has been in a Sunday morning at a restaurant. Agreed. Uh, I've had customers yell at me, uh, shouting matches, uh, telling us we're not doing our job correctly. People who don't work in the restaurant business telling us that we're not running it right. It's the equivalent of someone sitting at a bar eating chicken wings, drinking beer, telling professional athletes how yeah. to run a football. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Um, would you say the Sunday night crowd and let's say the Friday night crowd are two different crowds, but same chaos maybe? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, I have noticed, though, being a server and now being a, a co-owner operator, um, this, the Sunday morning crowd has gotten 100 times better. Um, I think that the, the, the church group, um, has heard about how they are behaving and a lot of preachers that I know personally will tell them hey if you leave here you better you know treat your treat your servers right when you go out to eat that's good um, you know you're representing yourself and you know and you know the big man above and um, you know you, you need to really pay attention to to how you're acting and how you're representing our church and and yourself you know yeah um, so my experience is since I've opened in urban here, um, it's been nothing but great on Sunday mornings. I've, I really haven't had a big, like, a, you know, I, was, I have a few uh, pastor friends here in Chickasha, and um, I've always joked with them about it. And so, um, you know, they kind of say, hey, you know, they'll, they'll share some memes here and there, you know, and, and uh, you know, tag me in them. And so it's pretty funny, but it's gotten a lot better, and I love my Sunday crowds now. Um, they're great people. Um, so, I, you know, I... I'm going to take that 
that back recently as far as as here um they're they're just they're great people man and they come every sunday morning i know that i'm going to see the same people sunday mornings and i and i i appreciate them you know choosing us over everybody else yeah and that's that's really great the preachers are doing that for you yeah, they are. Um, one thing that's common in the restaurant business, you see a lot, uh, I saw it when I was a server, is you get um, uh, pamphlets uh, or maybe... Uh, no, this is, this is true. Uh, you get, uh, it looks like a $20 bill folded up, and then when you open it up, it's, uh, you know, a do you know Jesus card, basically, or, or an advertisement for church. And I've heard servers since... Uh, the dawn of time complain about this. What's your opinion on that? Oh, it's a nightmare. I, I think it's the dumbest thing ever. I mean, I like I. It's cool that you're inviting me to the church, mm-hmm. but I have bills to pay. You know, and you if I come to your church, you're not going to pay my bills for me. So right. I appreciate the invite, and um, you know, I love that you're trying to get you know people to 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 join the group. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our servers work for tips. They yeah. they have to use that money. To pay their, you know, their vehicles and their insurance and their rent, so they can go to church. So they can even go to church, you know. And if if everybody here is going to church on Sunday, who's going to take care of you? You know, I always tell everybody that, like, hey, well, why don't you join me on church? I said, well, I would love to, but I got to be here to make sure that you're taken care of, right? You know, and that's great. Uh, we discussed uh, Friday nights and Sunday nights, and obviously Saturday nights are involved in that. Do you think it takes a special kind of server, a special kind of manager to run those shifts, to operate during those shifts? It's not a job for everybody, you would say. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah, you have to have uh, – we, we call in the restaurant industry this aces in places. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that this morning, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, you know, who's going to expo this morning? And, you know, we got a, we got two, two managers. One's more experienced than the other on the expo. I said, well, what do you gentlemen think? Um, so we put our aces in places, and, um, you know, that's how – it doesn't matter how good you are, how, how long you've been in the industry. If you're great with dealing with guests, we want you on the floor. You know, like yeah. I would choose you on the floor any day of the week. Yeah. You know, I love being on the floor. I love talking to our guests. Yeah, I'm um, really good at my job. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do a great job, man. Thank you. Um, but uh, you you got to really, when you when you do your schedules, you got to really focus on that. Um, right. You got to have good leaders, um, and you got to have good followers, you know, yeah. on those shifts. Um so, you know, schedule accordingly. Yeah. Um, if you've ever worked in the restaurant business, you know uh, Friday nights uh, can get insane for a variety. It's Friday night. People go out. People want to have fun with their friends. Oh, people yeah. People want to party. Uh, since we became friends and coworkers, you've told me several stories about Friday nights, uh, drunken customers, rowdiness. Oh, yeah. Could you maybe tell our audience some of uh, your great uh, drunk customer stories or oh, crazy man. things that have happened i know you got a million of them there's so many um i can we're uh we're kind of known to be a, a, a an oil town so when the oil boom comes in we get a lot of guys from out of town um and they come prepared to drink so friday nights saturday nights you're going to see our bar top filled with our regulars and then you'll see it filled with oil field workers so Oil field's gone down since then, obviously, here in, in southwestern Oklahoma. Um, but during that, that period, um, we had a gentleman that was from out of town. I mean, he was, he was your typical, you know, badass, you know, I'm cooler than you because I make this much money and I, my truck's, you know, right. lifted higher than, you know, <laughs> everything you own. Um, uh-huh. And he got into an argument with, with a, a couple 
um, that was at our bar top. Now, I'm giving you one of the most probably craziest stories I've had, um, but I have, I have hundreds more, but this okay. is the one that just kind of, you know, goes off in my head. Um, so the gentleman is talking trash to one of the, one of the local guys. He's married. He, you know, he's kind of got his couple screws loose, you know, and he gets a little, a little, little, uh, little juice in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and his wife are just, you know, they're just talking shit to this guy. And I tried to warn them. I was like, listen, guys, stop. You know, if you're going to do this, get out of here. I need you to leave. Um, so they did leave, and they found that guy in the parking lot. The guy beat the husband up and then continued to slap the wife around. And me, I'm out there by myself yelling at this guy. This guy's probably a foot taller than me, 100 more pounds than me. Uh-huh. So I can only do so much without getting involved. So I'm, you know, I'm like, hey, man, get out of here. You know, we're, we're yelling at each other. And um, my, my scrawny little dishwasher comes out. He probably weighs a buck 20 soaking wet. Uh-huh. He's the only guy in the whole crew that steps outside with me. <laughs> so, That's your backup. I'm like, this, you know, I'm done. Like this, you know, I don't know what's going on here. So, I mean, he's, this dude's stroking this dude, man. I mean, it's, it's, there's, it's no match at all. Right. So he's beating the shit out of this guy. And his wife is like, you know, cussing at this guy. He, he punches the wife a few times and I'm yelling. Um, all of a sudden I hear a gunshot um, ring at the back of the restaurant. The couple's friend is back there shooting out a guy's tire. And I guess she thought it was the guy's tire. Um, so cops are called. I'm back there trying to get the guy out of here. Um, <laughs> cops pull up. I mean, I'm talking five, six cop cars, cars deep. At this point, my other manager, um, my female manager is out there with me, and she has a bag that she's, uh, she, I don't know what she has, a bag or a hat or something in her hand. Right. Um, the cops come out. They, they're drawn down on both of us. So we're out there trying to figure everything out. The cops are drawn down on us. I mean, weapons pulled and everything. And they're yelling at my manager, saying, get down, you know. And I was like, hey, that's not her. You know, it's, not, it's the wrong person, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I mean, it – when when the when the cops are got their guns on you, are they telling you like get on your knees? You know, they're so they're yelling at they're they're not they know who I am obviously, but uh-huh. they're yelling at my female manager um, because we just called about a female shooting some guy's tires out right right um, so <laughs> so they're they're focused on her and not knowing you know she's the she's the wrong female um, wow yeah um, that was dude that was a, do, you, do you know whatever happened to the the guy who beat down the dude never seen him again. That's good. Yeah, um, I did see the you know the couple that got got their their teeth kicked in. Right. Um, and later he was recently banned from the restaurant for doing other nasty stuff at the bar top. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, <laughs> whenever this happens, whenever uh, these fights break out, do you try to do damage control first? Do, or are you like, hey man, won't you tone it down a bit? We appreciate your business here. Uh, Always before it gets crazy. Yeah, yeah. That guy, um, he he was the kind of guy that thought you know had something against him. Um, you know, he's out of towner. He's like, well, you know, uh, it's like a good old boy town kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha. why are you talking to me? And he was just being super loud, obnoxious. Um, and that's when you know regulars get in and say, hey, shut up, you know. And and then it's just back and forth, back and forth. And we tell him to leave. He's in the parking lot. They leave. Shit storm. Wow. You speaking of the regulars, you've told me a story in the past where uh, your co-owner Zach, shout out to Zach, um, he was, if I remember the story correctly, uh, he was behind the bar, 
and I believe it was two guys. And the way you described it, it was two little guys. Yeah. Like kind of short, skinny. And shouting match began. Yeah. You told the customers to leave. And the regulars stood up around. The cooks came out. Do you know yeah. what story I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so one, of our, one of our servers, um, she, was, she was in the bar area. Her stepdad was, was sitting right behind the gentleman that was kind of catcalling her. Um, so he heard it. He was pissed. Um, he had a, uh, a table full, you know, five to six guys. Um, all of a sudden, I hear a Josh get out here right now. So two guys yelling at each other, and I said, "Hey, man, I need you to." The gentleman that was catcalling my waitress, I said, "I need you to pay your tab and get out of here." Um, at that point, he uh, he pretty much told me to f off. He's not leaving. All that good stuff. Um, the stepdad is yelling at him. I'm telling him to leave. He doesn't believe I'm an, I'm an owner, a manager. You know, he's just like, you're not no damn owner. You know, who are you to tell me to leave? And I was like, listen, man, you can leave right now or we're going to call the cops. You know, it's up to you. Um, he decided to keep yelling, so we got into a little match. Whole bar is looking at us. You know, we got regulars that would die for us. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're great people. So this guy, is he's, he's, he's not in the right atmosphere he wants to be in. Right. Um, so, How many regulars would you say were standing up at this Oh, point? shit. I'd say 10 minimum with a group of six gentlemen that were with the stepdad um, and a couple of my cooks were behind me. Um, so it was like 15 on two. 15 on two, yep. And, um, you know, out-of-town guys, like, like we said, um, just, you know, thinking that they can do whatever they want and treat, you know, treat these ladies however they want. And that's not the case, man. We don't, you know, right. we take care of our people here. Um, we uh, in the restaurant business, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of teenagers. First job is the restaurant business. Um, they start off anywhere from between 15, 16, 17 years old. Uh, do you feel a need to be a father figure slash almost protector? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, we uh, we really um, put a lot into making sure that their parents know that when they're here, they're that they're taken care of. Um, and you know, the, the sexual harassment it, it doesn't happen. Um, I don't, yeah, all you guys are laughing out there, I promise you. But um, we put a stop to it immediately. Um, we don't – it's just, man, I have a daughter, and if my daughter were to work here, I would smash everyone's face in that said anything inappropriate to my daughter. So I treat that like, you know, like they're my own, you know, because right. they are. i got to take care of them. Um, I've had experiences in the past. I worked for a particular restaurant. I won't name here, but uh, – Almost the same story. Oil field guides came in. This guy got drunk, and he slapped a minor on the ass as she walked by. Um, became a big scene. Cops were called. Um, how commonplace do you think that is uh, in your experience in the rest? As far of as physical, man, I, it's not a. It's 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 there, but it's not a lot. Um, it's more of, hey, take my number. You know, here, blah blah blah. And you're 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 beautiful. Um, come back to my hotel room, you know, the typical <laughs> douchebag thing to say to, right. you know, young girls, you know. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, men shoot their shot uh, with the waitress before a thousand times over. Um, would you say how often do you think they're successful? <laughs> Man, I would say for all you guys out there that think that you're cool and you go to the bars and, yeah, those girls are there to make money. Um, so it's kind of like – um, you go into a strip club thinking you're going to take one home. Um, 
and that's 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 just the wrong mentality you know um these girls are here to make money um most of them have boyfriends Mm -hmm. um they're gonna they're gonna entertain you for a second and once you get out of line they're stepping away um, and they will come tell us, by the way. Oh, if you think 100%. they don't tell us and tell their coworkers, they absolutely do, right? If you think that, that you throwing your shot out to young girls and they don't tell the whole staff and they're back there laughing at you, you are uh, very Illusion. naive. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I don't want to just pick on the customers here. We have to be fair game. Uh, you ever have any experiences with uh, drunk employees, maybe on or off the clock? Uh, Man, um, we're pretty strict about that here. We don't let any of our employees sit at the bar top. Right. Um, and you they do let them drink, though, correct? They, if they want to come in and have a few drinks, that's fine. Okay. Um, but they do know if they act stupid, they will no longer be employed here. Um, gotcha. And so we, you know, we make that a point. And I've never had an issue. You know what? I've had one issue. Um, a girl was actually working. Her friends were in here dining on the patio. And um, they gave her a drink of alcohol. Was she of age? She was of age. Okay. Um, but, you know, we just, I mean, you have to, you've got to, you know, stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. And when that shit happens, you got to take care of it. Right. Um, what other, what kind of incidents, so not very many with drugs, or excuse me, with drinking, with employees. Yeah. Um, what kind of incidents have you had with employees uh, that you, over the years? Have uh, fights break out between coworkers? Uh, has anyone ever threatened you, your oh, wife? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, tell us about that. Tell, tell us a, a good one. Man, I'll tell you about one. I was assistant manager in Southside Oklahoma City at Don Pablo's. Um, I had a, a gentleman that um, we had that I let go personally. Um, I said, hey, so-and-so, I said, I need you to not come back because, you know, you're just not working out here, man. Um, he just kind of didn't give a, a shit and, you know, showed up and tried to make money, and he just – he wasn't there, man. Um, and he said, no, nah, I'm going to come back. I said, <laughs> and I said, no, you're not. Um, so I said, you need to leave. You're done here. Um, do not come back. You're, you're terminated. So good thing I was off the next day because he came in, beat my general manager up in the office. Um, <laughs> so uh, Hold on. Did you give him a warning like this was going to happen? Oh, yeah. No, he knew what happened. So okay. I didn't know he was going to beat him up, you know. like Right. So he came in, and um, he was, like, trying to get his job back. So the guy was defending me for, you know, the GM was defending me for firing him. Like, no, nah, man, you know, Josh said you're fired, blah, blah, blah. Turns his head, look at the computer. Guy socks him in the side of the face. I mean, he's got a cut on the side of his eyes, bleeding. Ambulance is called. Oh, wow. It's a nightmare. So next shift I'm there, you know, I'm working. I'm like, okay, I'm, this guy's going to come in and kick my ass. Right. So all night, you know, all day long, I'm I'm looking at the front door, pacing like, all right, you know, he he ain't gonna get me like he got mm-hmm. my my GM. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready for him. And dude, I'm, I'm just not to interrupt, but I I know you're a former military, correct? Yes. For people I was, who yeah. For people who don't know, so I'm assuming if you came back, you might have had some protection, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just I mean I was mentally preparing myself for some shit to go down that day. Okay. Okay, so at that point I'm you know, I'm looking at the front door, I'm I'm walking back and forth and and um were there cameras that you could look in the parking lot? Oh lines? hell no. no. <laughs> Just no. completely blind yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I'm at the host stand, you know, I'm I'm kinda of babysitting that host stand. Like, okay, if, if this guy's coming, I want to meet him outside so you know nothing goes down on the inside of the restaurant. Right. And um he never showed up, man. I mean I was 
I guess, you know, just beating up one guy was enough for him. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he got it out of a system. Yeah, just got it out of a system. We, uh, I worked for a restaurant one time, and we, uh, we let this guy go. It was not working out. He was terrible. He was a cook. Um, he goes to his car and pops his trunk, and he pulls out a real-life katana sword. Oh, a man. katana sword, and was marching back down to the restaurant. And we ended up locking the doors, calling the cops. Um, <clears throat> we've also uh, have found guns <clears throat> uh, in the bathrooms of restaurants. You ever found anything like that, something crazy? Man, not, not guns. Um, we found some. We found some drugs and all kinds of crazy stuff like that, but no crazy weapons, man. Thank God. Oh wow, uh, it seems like you're luckier than I have. Yeah. You just had mentioned drugs. Um, we were going to dive into that topic. <laughs> uh, tell us some stories. Uh, what in the restaurant business? You know, you get all kinds of characters. Oh, yeah. um, uh, you get former ex-cons. Uh, you get current drug users, burnouts meth heads uh you ever had experiences with those type of people before? oh man I, yeah name one <laughs> <laughs> um, um so let's start with the meth heads okay if we can uh first of all you ever found anything like that on your property any type of uh, man or, or seen someone doing you know what's crazy is is um i wasn't here during the shift but my partner zach was um and he did find some we, we hired a guy started that day and conveniently found a, a little thing of meth outside, uh, actually in the bathroom where I guess he left it. Um, so a meth head left his meth in, in the bathroom. Yeah, the dumbest meth head you'll ever see. <laughs> so um, he leaves it in there, um, and this guy is—I mean—he's one day in, you know, and he's already complaining about his back hurting and all, you know, all kinds of shit, you know, how they Y'all instantly suspect, okay, it's definitely that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, we bring it up to everybody, you know, knowing who it is. We kind of just, you know, we can't just say, Hey, you did it. Mm -hmm. Um, we brought all the kitchen staff together. Zach did. And, um, um, you know, conveniently the guy never showed back up, but, um, he did come a few days later and ask if he could look in our trash can. So, um, yeah, I guess he thought he it was showed up a few there. days later and said, yeah. "Could he go through your trash?" Yeah, the he, dumpster. Yeah, he was wanting to look in the trash. Uh, I think in the office, like he thought it magically be there. You know, um, yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> the balls on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what about uh, simple stuff like uh, weed, anything like that? Oh man, if even though it's legal now, if you're if you're in the restaurant industry and and your cooks aren't smoking weed, I think, you know, you're you got the wrong people. Um, you know, I'd say 90% of our cooks, you know, they love that stuff, you know, yeah. and it's just, I can't judge them, you know. And you, have, you have zero problem with that. <laughs> zero problem. I don't care that they do it, honestly. Right. As long as you don't come to work intoxicated, right. um, you know, you, you do whatever makes you happy. Um, and at most restaurant owners, I, I really hope, are the same way. Right. Um, because, you know, if we didn't have um, those type of employees here, then we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have a staff. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to do. But my entire family worked in the restaurant business. My yeah. my family was a Waffle House family. Okay. Um, our entire house smelled like bacon and mop water every single so day. So like like if you ever went by an IHOP, were you like was it like gang territory? Not really. I don't remember going to a lot of IHOPs when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, um, Waffle House had some pretty crazy experiences for me. Um, I remember I was 16 years old, and my dad. Hey, Dad. Uh, 
he put me on the night shift, which if you've ever worked in the restaurant business, you know the night shift is when oh, yeah. the You're, shit goes down. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one time, uh, it was like two, uh, two, three o'clock in the morning, the bars had just closed. And uh, these biker guys come in, biker guys and girls, big dudes, big mean looking, tatted up, bald headed dudes. Yeah. And they come in there rowdy and <clears throat> they were being drunk and loud. And one of them had the brilliant idea to move the jukebox from inside the Waffle House to the parking lot so they could keep dancing. And nobody said shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I certainly wasn't going to say You did anything. nothing about that. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. As long as they're outside dancing, then yep. this won't bug me at yep. all. You've had incidents where customers have brought in guns or, or, or done anything crazy. Didn't you tell me a story once where a gangbanger, I believe, yeah. attacked one of your servers? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that's 100% true. What happened? Um, so I was, a, I was a key hourly manager at uh, Don Pablo's. Mm-hmm. Southside 240 pin, um, and it was a Friday night. I'm out busting tables, you know, as a manager. I'm, I'm out there helping out, you know, doing doing what you can, you know, to make sure the shift runs runs smooth. Um, my director of operations was in town. He was from Texas. His assistant DO, the kitchen manager of overall of all all of Don Pablo's was was there as well. The big wigs. Oh, I mean, every single one of them was there. <laughs> Of course. Oh, and, and it was a perfect storm. And so I hear a, Josh, get back here. You know, I need you. So I drop drop my tray. I run in the kitchen. I look over to the left. Um, a guy has got one of my servers up against the wall, shoving her. I mean, I'm just talking, throwing her against the wall, saying, you know, you owe me money. I mean, cussing her out, pushing her up against the wall. And I said, okay, tonight's the night that I get shot. <laughs> And me, you know, I, I've uh, I've been in the, the the army at this point. So, as a as a soldier, you know, the integrity is, is just hidden to you. It's always do what you know, do do what's right. Nobody, whoever's looking. Right. So, um, always do the right thing, no matter who's looking. Um, sorry. So I was like, okay, you know. I got to do something. It's it's not going to end up well for me, but I got to do something. So I go to grab him. Um, nobody, the DO, the GM, everybody's looking. Nobody's doing a damn thing about it. I'm 22 years old, you know. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm young, and so I grab the, the guy. I grab him by his arm. Um, the first thing that scared the hell out of me was him saying, "Watch out! That's the arm that I just got shot in." So okay, I'm definitely dying tonight. You know, <laughs> after that statement, you know, so right. So I grab him, I got him out of the kitchen. I'm walking him through the restaurant. I'm cut, you know. I'm like, get out of here, you know, stay out of this restaurant. And there's a line at the front door. The the, the main dining's full. I throw him out the front door. Everybody claps, you know. And customers I was like, saw everything. Customers saw everything. And so I'm just like, you guys just witnessed my funeral happen just now. Um, this I feel like this guy he he threatened me the whole way out. He's gonna come back and kill me. Um, so I'm you know I'm scared to death. You know I'm just like that just cost me you know your life. Yeah, my life to wow. defend this girl. And so what did what did the girl say? Did, the girl was I mean she was distraught obviously, but um, um, I know her name to this day. I can I can tell you her name. I'm not gonna say it on on here, but we can um, bleep it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but she, you know, she thanked me for everything I did. Um, and, um, 
I called the, the, the police department. I said, hey, man, I, I, I'm really kind of, I'm, I'm freaking out here. You know, I just threw a gangbanger out of my restaurant. He threatened to come kill me. Can you guys please do a drive-by? Um, you know, I'm, I'm closing 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'll be out of here. So I'm doing my reports, you know, and, and uh, I'm, I'm about to walk out the door. So I, I'm looking left. I'm looking right. I can see my truck. And I'm like, I'm did the cops show up? Cops never showed up. So they I no call, no showed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I see my truck. I'm like, all right, I'm going to make a run for it. So I'm no shitting. I locked the front door, ran as fast as I could in my truck, unlocked it, got in it, and sped out of there. And I was good to go. Wow. So no one shot at you. No, I mean, no, man, it was great. Cops didn't show up. Cops never showed up. Wow. Um, but I'm still here. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> I've, uh, I've had my, my fair share of, of those stories. Uh, actually, recently in the last two years, I won't name names, uh, I was at a restaurant, and uh, I was inside, and I had a server come to me and said, Davin, you need to get outside right now. I think they're about to fight. Yeah. I, was, I didn't know what was going on. And I walk out onto our restaurant's patio, and I hear this very big guy, way bigger than me, say, um, say it again, motherfucker, I'll fuck you up. Excuse my language. And I was like, oh, God. Now, I know the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, me being my size, this guy, I would say about two times bigger than me. Yeah. He's very, a big dude. Big dude. Yeah. And I guess the story was this, this young kid had uh, gotten drunk, had some liquid courage in his system. Yeah. And this guy was a vet. Uh-huh. And he made the comment, someone innocently asked, uh, what are you doing for 4th of July? And before the guy could answer, this young kid goes, fuck the 4th of July. Yeah. That didn't sit well with the vet. No. Uh, as it shouldn't. No. Um, so I go out there, and I just, I'm trying to, I'm not going to get in between these guys, because I know I'm probably going to get punched by both of them on accident. So uh, I just say, hey, guys. Listen, if a fight breaks out, I'm going to have to call the cops. Let's just forget it. Let's move yeah. on. And the vet wasn't having it. No. I think the kid was pretty scared because yeah. he was not talking back. He, he should have been. He should have been. Yeah. And so I eventually I get brave, and I stand in between them. And the kid, this poor kid, he had a uh, to-go box of buffalo wings. <laughs> and I grab his box. I put my hand on his shoulder. I'm like, hey, buddy, let's, let's, let's get out of here. It's time. Yeah. He's like, yes, sir, no problem. I didn't mean to start anything. And this kid's a total douche, by the he way. He is a doucher. Um, yeah. I kind of hope he sees this podcast. Um, I didn't mean to start nothing. Like, yeah, he did, but whatever. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's get out of here. Yeah. And we're walking to the parking lot, and I think the vet had finally calmed down a little bit. He was still boiling, but he had calmed down. The boil yeah. wasn't as bad. And as soon as this kid stepped off the patio onto the parking lot, he goes, well, we're on the parking lot now, motherfucker. Yep. It's going down. It's, it's going down. Yep. And I'm kind of looking behind me, keeping my eye on the vet and keeping my eye on this kid. And I go to hand the kid his to-go box of buffalo wings. He grabs the box. And right when he grabs the box over my shoulder, I just see this fist. Boom. Yeah. And buffalo wings exploded into the air like the 4th of July, ironically. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you're accessory to get that guy getting his face beat in. Yeah. You, you were on the vet side. Yeah. 
Um, and, and I sympathize with the vet. And uh, this kid, oh, this kid, he was gashed in two places oh, yeah. on his eye. Yeah. Blood flowed like a waterfall. Yeah. Waterfall. And uh, uh, to the to the vet's credit, uh, he was pretty brave. You know, he he. I was like, all right, I'm calling the cops. And my manager walks on the patio. And I'm like, I'm not going to say her name, but I was like, X, call the cops. She does. And he was like, yeah, call the cops. Go yeah. ahead. I'm fine. And he confidently leans on the patio. Like, yeah. Oh, he's 100% behind what he just did. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And then I think it kind of said, I don't know. I'm not speaking for the guy, but I think it kind of said in a little bit like, holy crap, I just assaulted a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to get out of yeah. here. Um, I mean, you assisted him. Yeah. You had the guy's hands grabbing the box, I and he got shocked at the same <laughs> right. time. I was distracting him for the punch to come in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's – that's yeah, bravo. That, yeah, yeah, that, that poor kid. And that kid, um, whoever this kid was, I forget his name. I knew it for a while. Oh, yeah. But he was in town for a little bit. He showed up out of nowhere. He's all for show, man. He was, he was doing it. Get on the news. Yeah. Wasn't he – He was, stood on the corner of uh, one, or two of our main intersections here with a sign – I'm not going to say what, but right. um, he wanted to put on a festival. He did. Correct? He did. Yeah. And um, he, he came and asked us for sponsorship. I agreed to it until I found out the story. Right. Then I called him and said, you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a part of it. And every person that was a part of it pulled out. Backed out. Yeah. Everyone in town. Yeah. Yeah. And that kid never came back. He he didn't. He wasn't even from here. Yeah. He was from a, a, another metro area so he literally got his ass beat out of town correct <laughs> and you assisted that we hand him his damn wings you know what I, I, that's cool i can live with that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um so we, we we've uh we've, we've talked a lot about uh we've ragged on co-workers and we've oh, ragged yeah. on uh uh employees and things um what are some of the for lack of a better word, what are some of the dumbest complaints that a customer uh, has ever given you? I, I, I have a whole list full, um, but what are some of your stories, things that customers have complained about where you're just like, what? There's one that comes to mind. I mean, this is kind of, it's kind of petty, um, but I was deployed in 2008, 2009. So I was in so one of the worst countries in a, you know, on the place of this earth. Um, I was in Mosul, Iraq. Northern Iraq, you know, it's uh, Mesopotamia. I mean, it's, it's where everything supposedly started, you know, right. back in the day, right? Um, so, you know, the unemployment rate's 85%. I mean, it's something stupid, you know. Um, so I just got back from deployment. I'm already, you know, I'm already, like, Americans are spoiled, you know, and, and we all know that, you know. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how good they have it here. Um, so lady at one point... Um, brought to my attention that we brought her a tomato slice out with the very end um, of the tomato on it. The core. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it had a little bit of core on it, right? And she had it on top of her bun. And she and I kind of walked by and said, everything everything okay over here? And, you know, she was like, well, you guys sent me out this tomato. And I said, okay. I said, is that it? Is there anything else I can do for you? I said, because you could have simply asked me to replace that tomato for you. I said, we would have been A-OK if you had just said, hey, can I get another slice of tomato? But you decided to make it a big Which deal. Which would be the very human reaction to do. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, um, and I know in my heart that she doesn't care what I've seen in my past. Right. And I know that. You know, I've, I've been in this, this industry for a long time. 
They don't care. Something's wrong. You need to fix it. They're going to complain about it. Um, it was really it was a hard pill for me to chew that day. Right. You do, know what I'm saying? Do you think she was because this happens a lot? Do you think she was maybe trying to get a free meal? No, I don't. I don't think she was. She was a little higher class, you know, and gotcha. thought that you know this should have never came out to her table, not realizing that you know we have teenagers back there helping us put together food and you know shit happens yeah. um but you know the simple answer is hey can i get another tomato like why do you have to make that such a big deal that it just ruins both of our nights <laughs> you know what i mean right do you you just said shit happens yeah do you think a lot of customers should have that attitude when they come in a restaurant like hey man shit happens oh 100 you know? percent. i mean my my question to them is when they're throwing a fit is where do you work at you know mm-hmm. I, what happens when something goes bad where you work at do you expect me to act the same way you're acting right now right. you know and yeah. i and i want them that you know i want to i want to i want to teach them hey man sometimes stuff happens all i need to know is what's wrong so i can fix it right and i understand that if i went to your job and something was wrong you'd want to know what's wrong so you could fix it right and, and i was like it's 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 an easy fix if you just tell me what you need from me and i will i will bend over backwards to make you happy but at that point where you disrespect my staff or myself all that shit goes out the window right and i'm done with you right and i don't care if you don't come back to this place you can go down the road i would rather you be somebody's problem down the road than be my employee's problem right and I've, had, and I've done that before. I've asked several people where they work at, and if, I asked them if it would be okay if I acted the way they behaved in my restaurant at their job, and they don't like answering where they work at. Uh-huh. Right? Have, you, have you ever found out where somebody worked at? Oh, shit, did, all the time. Made a phone call? Or all I've had. Really? I've, oh, all the time. Can you, if, can you give us an example? You don't have to name the business. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if, so I'll give you several examples. Okay. Um, so there's, there's a university here, right? Right. Um, one of their athletes was acting like a complete idiot um, in our curbside area. Um, what she didn't know is that I know all the coaches, all of everybody that works there. Uh-huh. I know them personally. Um, so I make phone calls when that shit happens because you misrepresent yourself, you misrepresent your university, and you misrepresent your coach. Right. Um, so I called the coach. I called the athletic director. I spoke to them both. Mm-hmm. Um, they made her come and apologize to me, which I didn't ask for. In person. In person. I said, hey, coach, I don't need that. I just wanted you to know how your players are behaving because I know you would not let that go down if you were in right. the presence, you know. And so, um, I mean, and she, they brought her in anyways. I said, you know, guys, I'm not – I was like, if it's my employee, <laughs> this shit is not going down, Right. right? And so I told him what happened, and and she apologized. And you know, I said, you, I said, if you got a problem, just like tell me, right. we'll fix it. You yeah. know, but if you act like an idiot, then you're going to get treated like one. Right. That's that's our job as managers is to fix your problem. We're not just going to ignore it and just. Oh, hundred percent. You have to pay for your food anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be fair, uh, I have a story. Uh, you said a tomato core. Yeah. Was uh, we had a cook one time, not here. Uh, it was a cook that was wearing a ball cap, and you know how some people put fish hooks on the end of their ball cap. Mm-hmm. Well, this oh, uh, God. yeah, this this table 
ordered a uh, chicken Alfredo. That's like a that's like a late nineties thing. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> you know how far this is going back. Yeah. Um, this customer orders an Alfredo. Uh, we take it to the table, and I get called over, and uh, uh, hey, this customer wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay, I'll go talk to him. And I walk over there and say, hey guys, uh, how can I help you? And this customer, this fish hook was hooked into a noodle Ugh. of Alfredo. How do you how do you bounce back from that? You, you know don't. I mean? Yeah, there's not. You just fall on the sword, right? Yeah. Just like, can I get your lawyer's number? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's where you go. With and it. I, I was like, hey man, I will personally cook you another one. Uh, I am so so sorry. Obviously, your meal is going to be on us today. Yeah. So it's not always the customer. Bad, terrible things do happen. Hundred uh, percent. Working the restaurant business, you ever had to deal with and you know bug issues and customers' food or yeah, fly like. What's the worst story that you've ever been involved in? Oh, gosh. The worst story that I've ever done, I was brand new with a said restaurant. I'm not going to say who, right? All right. And so I was still in training. I was working the floor. Um, We had a big party in the back, and I had a a female manager running the shift. Um, I'm a key hourly. I'm I'm a manager in training at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, A table comes back and says, there's a there's a roach cooked into the nacho that went out right yeah um and i mean what do you do at that point the manager on duty was refusing to go talk to the table so i was a manager in training so i said okay you know i I came from a corporate setting when Uh i came into this restaurant so like i knew how to deal with stuff like that you know she was like screw this i'm not doing that i don't you know whatever i'll just take it off so i go explained myself to probably 25 to 30 people hey guys i don't have any there's no excuse there's nothing i can do um you tell me what you you need me to do to make you happy and i'll do it and you know i bought some appetizers i took care of them Mm -hmm. and i did what i could as a young manager Mm -hmm. and that was the most brutal thing that I've, i've been a part of i love that your manager on duty sent you the trainee yeah. to deal with this horrible yeah, yeah. Oh, problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she had, She was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Yep. I don't care. I've already send filled the, my bug quota for the year. Send the new guy in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, you have to learn. Yeah, oh, you yeah. You have to deal with Yeah, that. I appreciate that. I mean, um, it taught me a lot. Yeah. I, uh, I had a catering one time. Okay. Um, I have no clue how this happened. I wish I did. We were serving salads at this catering, and this lady comes to me and and by the way thank goodness for uh customers who are very cool about situations Mm -hmm. like this i understand if you are angry but uh this lady just came to me and she goes she moves her lettuce around she goes i just thought you might want to see this yeah and it was a maggot oh god dead maggot in her salad again it's one of those situations like (laughs) What can you say? Yeah. They probably don't even want to finish the rest. This was a catering, so this was like a three-course meal. Oh, yeah. And she's got two courses to go. Yeah. Um, thank goodness to her credit, she didn't tell anybody at the table or, yeah. or, or anything. Those are the people that are awesome. Yeah. And you yeah. want to take care of those people. Oh, 100%. And, and go out of your way for those people. Yeah. Um, you've had – we've talked a little bit uh, about um, out, out, irate customers, crazy customers. Oh, yeah. Um, you ever had a ban any customers from your establishment before? Several. 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 Um, for what reasons? Oh man. Um, 
I can bring up two right now. I have two gentlemen that we've banned. Um, one was being inappropriate with one of my young underage hosts. Um, can you give an estimate of how old this gentleman was? Oh, 65, 70. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, he's old. You know, yeah. he knows better, right? Right. Um, and what's what's shitty is I see this guy every once in a while, and he kind of gives me a, you know, just like it's my fault right. that you were a pervert. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty sure he's been banned from several restaurants in this in this community. You probably know who he is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so we banned him. Um, the, the mom, the hostess, is ready to murder this guy. Right. You know, like, hey, if you don't do something with this guy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to kill him. And so we took care of it. We banned mm-hmm. him. Um, what's funny about people that are banned is that they'll continue to ask you to come back within, like, every six months. Right. Hey, man. Can I come back now? <laughs> you know, and it's just like I promise I won't harass your yeah, other staff. It's like what? Why in the world would I want you to come back to this establishment if that's how you behaved right. and how you treat me outside of this establishment? You know, which would send a big message to your staff. Yeah, like like I'm not protecting them. You know, right. um, another thing is um, a guy that just is, is just obnoxiously loud in our bar mm-hmm. um, gets drunk immediately. He, he probably comes in, you know, with a little something in the system already. Right. And um, it's just, it's when the regulars say, hey, man, it, mm-hmm. it's either this guy or us. Like, we got to let you go, man. Yeah. And these people, they'll, like, they know who you are. They'll send you messages. And, I mean, I've showed you several messages of this guy, you know, threatening me and, uh, you know. Was this the gentleman who said uh... – <laughs> The amount of business I bring to your establishment, and you're oh, going to ban man. me. Yeah. And I'd never see him come in with more than, yeah. I think his yeah. wife. And yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, that mean, guy. They're all the same. Right. You know. One, a dime a dozen. Oh, yeah. We were talking about uh, a second ago, <clears throat> uh, cool customers. Yeah. That like, hey, I found this. In oh, salad. yeah. Love them. What do you feel about customers? This is a big thing for me. What do you feel about customers that instead of going to the owner or going to a manager, they get on social media and just blast away. I think they're the lowest scum on earth. Really? Yeah. So if, if a customer went on social media and said, I asked for no tomatoes and I got tomatoes and I think this place should be shut down, they're scum of the earth. Yeah, I think that they, they don't know how to adult. Um, <laughs> I think that um, they weren't taught how to behave in uh-huh. public. Um and I think that you can take those opportunities and, sh- and like, show them, hey, you did not have to do this. My first question on every, every complaint is, did you, did you speak to a manager? Right. Okay? If you did speak to a manager and we didn't fix it, blast away. Let us have it. Right. And, I'll, you know, take, I'll take that all day long. You know, I'll apologize and I'll do whatever I can to fix it. But if you are coward too much, cowardice in your blood mm-hmm. to go straight to social media and not be a, a, a man or a woman and talk to somebody in person about your right. your negative experience, then shut your trap. Okay? And like I said, I'll take care of anybody. If you tell me what's wrong, I will fix it. If not, I will figure something out. Have you ever gotten into like online 
for lack of a better term, shouting matches with customers. Someone gets online and they blast your restaurant. Mm -hmm. Do you get online and defend yourself? 100%. Do you message them privately like, hey, won't you 100%. Talk? The thing that I, that I um, as a business owner and a restaurant owner, operator, is when I go to places, I Google them. Um, I don't Yelp. I can't stand Yelp. You hate Yelp. You, I hate Yelp with I know passion. you hate Yelp, yeah. Most restaurant owners do hate Yelp mm -hmm. because Yelp is not for the business. They're for the customer. Right. They're for the negative customer. Right. Um, Google is more of a, is what I go to. So if I go to a restaurant and I'm out of, I'm out of state, I Google things. Um, and most people, you know, they, they use Google, but I Google restaurants and I look at Google reviews. Um, and so if I notice that the owner operator is replying to every message, whether good or bad, I'm going to go there regardless because that person is taking time out of their day to reply to that person, whether good or bad. Right. And that to that's, me, that means a lot. That's a great attitude to have. Uh, yeah. It, it, could, the, it could be the worst food you've ever had. But if they give a shit enough to reply, to me, that's huge. Uh, well, we've covered a lot of ground here. I think yeah. some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, things that customers and employees probably want to hear, probably need to hear maybe. Yeah. Um, I have a lot more questions I would love to ask you. We, we didn't get to dive into everything today. Um, hopefully we can do a part two, maybe part three of this. Yep. Um, and we have other guests from not just Oklahoma, around the state that we want to invite, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and also, you out there, if you have any questions or comments that you want to send us, things you want to ask us uh, from the customer point of view or even from the restaurant point of view, um, please let us know. And we're going to uh, put links in the description below. Uh, we're going to put social media uh, outlets that you can contact us on and follow us. And uh, I think it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good format, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really good um, opportunity to talk to us because we know how you feel. Um, and we want to, you know, we want to hear what you guys have to, to offer some of your experiences because I know it's just as crazy as what, you know, this is just the tip of the iceberg that we have. Um, but we'd love to hear more. And, um, you know, if you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to, to hear that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Josh, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Devin. Thank you. We'll see you next time. This is the 86th Podcast. Thanks, guys.